Coming to you live from the east side of Bakersfield, California. This is the STS Podcast, and I'm Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius, and this is... Shoot that shit. Shoot the shit. You'll get the shit. Episode 10 of the STS Podcast. I am your host, Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. Want to apologize for everyone for the delay. I know it's been a few weeks since we uh, dropped the podcast, y'all. Um, the last podcast was called I Love You 3000. It was fun. It was actually one of the um, most listened to episodes that I've done solo. So it's working. I know people really like to hear um, my opinion on things or just my wacky shit that I be saying about things, you know. Uh, again, STS Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Please follow that, y'all. They're gonna get all the podcast news on that, all the latest podcast uh events, uh, just ideas of you know news what we're coming up with next for the STS Podcast. So again, that's gonna be on Instagram and Twitter at STS Podcast six six one. Make sure you follow. Make sure you guys subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, um, Anchor Podcast. We're on everything, y'all. So just make sure you guys subscribe also when you guys find us on your your platform. It's really important you guys follow us on social media, uh, subscribe to us on any outlet possible for podcasts. That's how we get the word out. That's how we're going to make this dream of ours expand and we're going to get our journey and our words and um, our opinions out to the world, you know. Uh, it doesn't have to be, a, it's not going to be an overnight sensation. I'll expect it to be, but I do expect and I know we're going to grow as one, as um, this is our dream. This is something that I know we've had uh, a few podcasts. We talked about uh, just going for what you believe in and, you know, no regrets. So I'm still doing this, y'all. It's been a couple uh, weeks. We have some things to talk about this week. This is going to be week 10 of the STS podcast. It's crazy. We're 10 episodes deep. Feels like uh, yesterday when I was just debating about putting the first one out. So it's really fun that, uh, you know, we're 10 episodes in. I'm still going to keep it coming every week. Uh, this week, y'all, uh, last two weeks, man. I think I dropped my last one on May 5th, May 4th. One of those two dates I dropped episode 9. Uh, man, May 6th, y'all, that's going to be a day that's going to always live with me. Always going to remember this day. Uh, right, Theo Rick passed away this week. It was really... Uh, it was really surreal. It was really shocking. It was, uh, it hurt a lot. Uh, that's something we're going to talk about on this podcast. It took me a few tries to get this out. I wanted to make sure I was coming, um, not correct, but enough, you know, I could, my mind wasn't there, you know, my heart wasn't into doing a podcast, to be honest with you guys. My heart's been with my family, man. Uh, a lot of things going on with my family. I won't tell everybody what's going on. We got a lot of stories that, but, uh, you know, I got a lot of things in my family. You know, some good, some are bad. Uh, some are just being, some things are, some things are a part of life. So, the last couple, you know, the last few weeks have been really surreal, really life altering for, for me and my family. Um, prayers to my Theo Rick and um, his family, my Thea Betty, Matt, Tammy, Rich, RC, their families. Uh, big passing, big loss in my family. So that's something we're gonna talk about in episode ten today. 
really want to get to the book. I want to get my deal um, as long as it takes. I don't have a, I really don't have a set time how long this is going to go, how long it's supposed to go. I don't know. Uh, this, I guess it's going to be how I feel and how I, um, until I feel like I provided the info and gave, you know, peace of my heart to this podcast. This is kind of like my therapy, y'all. I've been, uh, like I said, I tried to record before, but I wasn't emotionally there yet. Still couldn't understand me when I was crying, so I'm trying not to, I'm, I really don't want to cry, don't want, but it's going to be emotional for me, you know, but we're going to knock this out, uh, episode 10, uh, of course, we're talking about dear Rick, and we're going to talk a few things that I wanted to go back the last two weeks, I've been writing them down, as, these last two weeks, I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely got to talk about this stuff on the podcast, again, this is the STS podcast, we're going to talk about my pop's retirement, we're going to talk about making sure you're supporting your friends' businesses, local businesses, it's the end of the semester, uh, actually starting for Taft College, it was Wednesday, so, uh, last Wednesday, so, this is the end of semester, y'all, hopefully, uh, we passed our classes, hopefully we got things done, we're gonna talk some of my favorite, but you guys know my favorite, one of my favorite sports is wrestling, so we're gonna talk about AEW, we're gonna have some big news on AEW, and I wanna explain to you guys exactly what AEW is, I'm gonna attempt to, at least, when we get to it, uh, we're gonna talk Jacobs and Canelo, I know on, on episode 9, we, we were gonna talk about that, I want to talk about uh, Lakers and Rob Palenka. Looks like Magic Johnson went on first take today. That was crazy. I want to get my opinion on that. Also, uh, first day back at practice today, y'all. First day back at the Hill. We have a new season. May 21st, May, May 20th was the first day of the season. Really excited about that. And uh, I'll give you guys, we got some more topics I'm not going to talk about. We're going to surprise you guys a little bit. I think we're going to be a... Uh, it's gonna be real. Uh, it's gonna be a really emotional episode, but uh, the things that the topics that we do have on here, you guys are gonna get some insightful stuff. But before we do that, let the DOC speak. Now do me a favor. Let me in here. Alright, y'all. Welcome to the Let Me Air segment. This is where we shoot the shit. We're gonna converse lightly with no specific topic or objective in mind. And I was actually looking at some stuff, and uh, man, looking at some info, and the last time we dropped was May 1st, that was episode 9, I love you 3000, oh man, y'all, uh, it's been really surreal, man, uh, again, on May 6th, uh, we suffered a, it was a big loss of my family, my dear Rick passed away, he passed away of a heart attack. Which has been really, uh, it's been sad, y'all. It's been really heartbreaking, you know. Uh, I have a, a, I have a great family. My dad's side, I always say my dad's side, we only have my aunt and my cousin Erica. So really have my brother, sister, um, and Erica. So it's us four on my dad's side. So we have only, we have only one first cousin. So my mom's side of family, uh, there's seven of them. I have 28 first cousins. I'm really close to my Theo, Theo Betty, my Theo Rick, and my first cousins, Matt, Tammy, Narcy, and Rich. And man, uh, their pops passed away on six. That was my Theo, man. Um, I really didn't know how I was going to go about this podcast today. I don't wanna, uh, there's some things, you know... I'm not going to discuss just because those are my memories and those are sacred for our family. And it was rough, you know, just to uh, see my deal for the last time was something that, you know, in, in life you really know everything comes to an end. But it's when it happens, when it's, I guess, most devastating, most shocking. 
it's not fun. It's it's it's. I want to say it's fucked up. You know, uh, my dude was only sixty-two years old. He was still a young man, <laughs> uh, full of wisdom, full of knowledge. All my life, uh, my dear Rick and my dear Betty. You know, uh, it's real crazy how. You know, this is a new part of our life. This this journey now is take a, a detour. Well, I guess, you know, this is the road to, I guess, the end of my life. You know, this is all, I can just talk about how I feel. Um, I know life comes to an end. My life's going to come to an end. Everybody, know, we all got to go through that. Uh, so this is, I guess, this is part of my journey. Whatever, you know, this is how uh, the universe and, you know, God and universe uh, set these. This is one of those things they said in my life that's going to make me stronger it's gonna test me a lot with my my emotions my uh my mentality my mental you know you have to be really uh i I feel like i've been having a mental strain you know the last last couple of days it's uh it's crazy it's been 15 days since he's passed away uh it sucks you know uh just seeing my aunt and my cousins hurt and their family you know they their grandkids they have young grandkids, you know, just see them hurt, see my grandmother hurt, my nana hurt, my nana, um, she lived with my tia, my tia, you know, so, we, we really grew a close family, we, uh, we really, you know, love each other, and, yeah, it's a big loss in our family, he's one of the men in our family, we really take that, uh, I think her, my doctor Raymond really, uh, set the standard for that we we kind of we all follow his example kind of follow his uh his way he was a really strong man he took a lot of pride in taking care of his family making sure he was there for his family had a say in his family uh respected by his family so i think every man in my my family that tree that we come from him uh was to be the man is really something we take seriously and theoric was definitely one of the men in our family and it's a big loss when we lose someone like that you know someone that everybody could uh always depend on someone we could always talk to someone who always love us for us and that's another thing theo i really uh, i love theo so much man i love theo for being him uh we had some good times you know uh his services were beautiful I uh, I took a lot of pride and a lot of honor in making his video. I had so I got so many pictures sent to me. I got so many pictures airdropped to me, uh, and we did that together. You know, I did it for my family and uh, it, just you know I was there a lot the last two last week. Uh, the first week he passed, and you know, I was there every day, and we got a lot of pictures. We shared a lot of memories just to see you know kind of reminisce on that old road that. You know, my Theo had my that life, you know, just to, we took a, a glimpse. I wasn't there all his 62 years, so just to get a glimpse of his life was, was, um, was really, uh, was really cool, actually. It was, I was honored to be there. I was honored to help with the videos, helped, I was honored to be able to put it together, uh, the, the services were nice, just helping the family with the music, make sure it was with the way my aunt wanted, you know, and the video was beautiful, man. I, I was really proud of that, uh. Just again, that's a glimpse in his life. We can't put everything in a, a, a video, you know, just full pictures. It, it would it couldn't do it justice. Uh, it's it's really crazy now. That I go back and think about it. You know, it's not something. Um, again, I didn't ever think this. I knew. I guess you know. You always you know people pass away, but you never think you're gonna go through it. You never. You think it's gonna be later on in life, and it's not gonna happen. It and trust me, y'all, it happens real fast, man. Uh, 
again, the services were beautiful. Uh, my cousins gave some great speeches. We had a reception for a celebration of life. That was really fun. It's always fun to have family together and spend time with family, you know. Um, like I said, uh, this whole week was really hard for my family, man. And uh, we just seen, uh, like I said, I'm not going to tell everything we went through. I don't think it's anybody's business, to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, calling my brother and sister, telling them my uncle passed away is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Um you know, seeing my family hurt, my mom is really close to my uncle, uh, holding my mom, you know, my mom's pain, pain, you know, my tia's hurting, my grandma's hurting, my cousins are hurting, so just, you know, and, you know, when you're there, you, you hate to see them hurt, you know, you wish you could do anything in the world to, uh, to reverse this, but, you can't, y'all, and that's what that really, that really made, made me change a little bit of my perspective on life, just, I got I know I love my family. I always have, you know. I'm gonna share some moments with my uncle. I don't know. I know my family knows that I love them, but sometimes you could always do, you could do more. I want to do more, you know. And I'm not. You can't say that from my from the teeth out. I know my grandma Sheila always says, "You say it from the heart out, not the teeth out." So that's something I really mean from the heart, man. It puts everything back in perspective. Unfortunately, it puts things to show that family can be. Um, taken away but can't, family is also here for you no matter what family's here to um support you to you know gonna lend a shoulder on and uh you can share good you can share your life with them all the all the good things in life and also you share the bad moments in life and that's something i really learned too is just to make sure you always keep family first and Family's everything, no matter what, and it's a beautiful scene when family could come together and be strong for one another, especially right now. My tia and tia were married for almost forty years, and you know I know she really she misses him, and that's an understatement. Uh, she she's never had to go through life without you know without my tia, my my cousins, man. I'm, it sucks, you know. It sucks to see them hurt. That's their dad, y'all. And I still have, I, I, I never lost a parent, but I, I don't know what I would do. They're so strong that I wouldn't know what I would do. But I know uh, I was there for one of my cousins. And that's because, you know, I guess it's that bond. That, you know, I'm sure we all have with our family. When you love your family, you're going to be there for nothing else in the world matters. That's another thing that I... I don't know how to explain it, man. When I see my Theo, it's like, and you know, after everything happened, it's like nothing else in the world matters but what we have my, my family nothing else mattered man every worried i had everything that i was worried about stressed about overthinking worried about none of that shit mattered man after we see my deal and you know you see you know who needs it you know and you gotta be there and i'm the type of person i'm gonna be there for my family i love my family both my families shit i got one family my love my family um you know you're gonna do whatever you can. Uh, I was there probably ten, twelve hours a day, man, and that's just and nothing else mattered, y'all. Like this whole week was, it was crazy. I was talking to my brother. It's like I was I was home only to sleep, and I just got back up, showered, uh, just whatever they had to do for school, and just go to my aunt's house and just be there and just you know mourn with them, be with them, laugh with them, uh, talk with them, you know, because you know I know we all need to talk during these moments. You need someone there to. Just to be there, just even there, you know, you only gotta be there talking, you just gotta be there. 
just to feel their spirit and just so they can know your presence is there. So I felt really privileged and honored, man. Um, so that's something that nothing else mattered this this last week, y'all. I didn't think about the podcast. I wasn't thinking about about shit. It, nothing else was like I didn't care about social media. I didn't care about take anything. I didn't care about. All of a sudden, I didn't care about bills. I didn't tell, care about any stress. I thought I had these gigs or just working. I don't need. I didn't care about none of that shit, y'all. Nothing mattered at that time. Just my family. Um, another thing. It was really a trip. I know. I know. We always talk. I talk a lot about uh the universe and how God puts. You know, God makes things happen for a reason, and it's the and part that positive energy that or, you know, if you if you if you're positive and you look at everything half full, like we've been preaching on this podcast. Things happen, y'all, and I'm going to tell y'all something, man, that shit is real. I've learned that so much this last two weeks. It's real, y'all. All that that hoopla I be talking about, people think I'm not crazy, but oh, he's full of shit. And they don't know he's talking about the universe and God and all this. And maybe it's not a religious God. Maybe it's the aura. Maybe God's not a human. Maybe God's, you know, that positive energy that we feel with love, that we feel with um, happiness. And the universe is just a crazy place, man. I always say it's a crazy place, but, you know, top of the year, uh, I got fired from my job, right? And I bounced back real fast and took life by the horns and said, you know what, business first. I want to make my own business. I want to, you know, I want to do what I got to do. I want to put money in my pocket. I don't want to worry about me. I'm not going to work for anybody else. So everybody, I and I didn't I didn't know if I was not, if I was not going to have another, I guess, quote unquote, regular job again. But something told me, y'all, just keep grinding it out. Keep um, keep working. Keep bringing your best foot forward. Just practice what you preach. What I've been doing the last nine episodes of this podcast. Uh, and, it, man, y'all, I'm so glad I chose that route. If I had to work this regular job, you know, 40 hours a week and uh, just do that, I wouldn't, have been, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to be there for my family as much as I was this last two weeks. And that means a lot to me, man. It just makes so much sense. How all the bullshit I went through, all the stresses. This is what it made. This is what it was for, y'all. Was I was building up to this? This was um every test in life. It was boss, you know, everything. Every could be good test or a bad test, and it kind of pre- it, it prepared me for this. Being there for my family, being strong for my family, helping my family, stepping up to the plate. I guess you could say. I don't feel like it's stepping up. They call it stepping up, but it's just me, 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 because I love my family. There's nothing else I, I could ever, um, there's nothing I put above that when they need me most or when I need them most. I know family's going to be there. That's everything. My grandpa used to always say, without family, you're nothing. And that's something I always try to live by, you know, and I love my family. So just being able to um be there. Every day, not having to worry about going to work or doing this bullshit. Nothing like nothing that I didn't want to do. This is what I want to do. I wanted to be there with my family all day, and I was blessed, and I had the opportunity to do that because like all the shit that happened this year, man, and it was crazy. And I'm so glad I got the opportunity to do that, y'all. Just being able to go with my cousin to you know the funeral home and helping her out, and just you know just talking or talking to my cousin Tammy. You know we've been close. Um, I like to say my family grew a lot stronger and closer when my grandpa Raymond passed away. But man, me and Tammy have been closer, you know, before that. My cousin Matt, we since we were kids, my cousin Rich and Arcy, I've always kept in contact with them. Always try to I I visit them recently last month or two. Um 
the last month or two. So it's it's um we're really close, man. We really try to do this. Uh, we really try to be you know as close as we can. Uh, so just going with my cousin Tammy, just you know help her with the music and help with the with the services, and just be there, talk to her, and just driving there and picking up my nana Alice and. Just going through the, you know, going, trying to help her go through this, uh, go through this, um, dark period in her life, you know, uh, my cousin Tammy's gonna get married in October, y'all, and, uh, that's what's hard, uh, for me to see my cousin hurt because I know how much you look forward to my theoretic being at her wedding and walking her down the aisle and you know you think about that man I think about that a lot because it just it, it sucks man my cousin my cousins are great people you know my cousins they love their family they love their pops and it, it just hurts me that my deal is not going to be able to get the opportunity to walk his daughter down the aisle and I know he'll be there spiritually. I know he'll be there within our hearts but you know that everybody <laughs> I know everybody says not the same as them being there so that hurts me, man. Um, it just my heart hurts my cousins, and it's just really surreal. It's sad, man. I just I don't want to say too much because I think if I go too deep, I'll cry. I don't want to cry my podcast, man. Uh, it's it's just crazy, man. It's just uh, crazy. But the beautiful thing too, man, was uh, my Theo had so many donations. Uh, lots of people donated a lot of money and a lot of time to help my family, and that was great, man. Everybody who came over and you know fed us all week—that was I we really appreciate that, man. Just there, people being there, you know, sharing their memories, uh, being a shoulder to cry on, being someone we could hug or just talk to again. You know, sometimes we all need that. And everybody who donated, all my friends—I had several of my friends donate. My friend Erica Wilson actually won. Uh, the grand prize for uh, the donation that my cousin Xavier and Lisa set up. It was, you know, some Dodger tickets, some Dodger Dodger merchandise. You know, that raised some money and uh, it really helped the family out. And I appreciate everybody, you know, helping and contributing in any way. Uh, I know I can speak on uh, on behalf of my Theo Rick's family, too. They really appreciate y'all. They're so thankful for that. And my deal was... Um, Matthew was a giver, man. Matthew was a good man. There's so many stories of uh, <laughs> Matthew saying, "Hey, let's go to Vegas. I got you. Don't worry about it." So Matthew, Matthew took us to Hawaii when I was in um, the middle of my eighth grade, ninth grade year that summer. Uh, I graduated from Sierra. I'll never forget. Uh, Matthew took us all to Hawaii. Matthew was a self-employed man. He was success. He was a successful self-employed man. Uh, he was able to bless his family and our family, my mom and my sisters, uh, my sister and brother. Uh, he was able to provide a lot of things um, we probably would have never experienced if it wasn't for him going to Hawaii. You know, uh, we didn't have a swimming pool in the backyard. Theo had the latest, greatest of everything. You know, the game, all my cousins had the top games, man. Uh, we would have fun. We would have had a lot of fun at Theo's house. Um, you know, uh, I really respect my Theo. I really love my Theo a lot. So he, I know he helped a lot of. Uh, he, you know, gave. He's a giver. So when he passed, and you know, we needed some donations. People, man, they, they, they blessed the family so much. They blessed our family so much. Uh, 
and we really will never forget that. And everybody who donated, again, my friends, the ones who have donated, I appreciate you guys so much, y'all. Uh, just to have my friends there, you know, I have my two best friends with me at the services, and, and Juju, shout out to Juju. It was really, uh, it means a lot to me, y'all. And then I know uh, I'm really good. My, you know, my friends are good to me. I'm good to my friends. I treat my family. Um, and to see some of my friends donate to my deal. And some of them didn't man, never met him before, you know. They heard stories. But they knew how much he meant to me and my, and my family. So it was really nice to see that. It was really nice to see people, you know, it was that good karma. My cousin Tammy told me it was Matilda's good karma. And she's right, man. Uh, and like I said, the services were beautiful. You know, uh, sometimes I, I don't know, I get a little sad. I get sad because, you know, you never, I, I see Matilda for the last time at the service. And, you know, just something I never thought I'd go through. And just to say Matilda Rick died, it's like, fuck, I can't believe that. That shit's wild. That shit's crazy. Um, but I wanted to share a little bit with you guys, you know. Um, we had our his services. You know, people gave speeches. and <laughs> Some people got wild on the mic. Uh, crazy. We we'll probably won't share that story in this podcast today. But I wasn't able to give my speech. So I think I'm going to be able to finish this. I hope so. Um. This is from my deal, Rick. Uh, let's start this off. This is something I wrote. I thought I was going to say at the party, but I didn't, I didn't end up saying it. Um, I, I put here, uh, I would like to thank everyone for the support and love, whether it was through a phone call, text. I know it was a hard week for my family, but we felt so much love. I want to talk about my deal, Rick, and my deal, Betty, and their kids. Um, the, seven, the last seven months have been really surreal. My Theo, my Theo, Rick, and I shared some great moments I'll never forget. This past Christmas, I seen him join his face to have his family there. I know he was really proud of his kids and grandkids. Every time I went to see my Nana and Shafter, my Theo was there, and we always would talk shit. <laughs> Not gonna lie, man, my Theo was funny. Uh, he was so, the last couple of years, you know, he was really uh, outgoing. He was really had no filter, and it was awesome. Uh, we shared some great moments. Uh, my Theo Betty and my Theo Rick have always welcomed me and my siblings to their home. They always told me, our home is always open to you, Gordo. And I have here, I want to talk about, you know, uh, birthdays. I have all my Theo's and Theo's uh, birthdays in my phone. And he texted me for my birthday and I texted him for his birthday. Uh, a couple moments I will never forget. I remember when Theo got his, he has a man, you know, he heard about my man cave. And he's been over a few times at the house. I showed him to my man cave last time he came over. Uh, he was so excited to show me his man cave. He has some crazy stuff, dude. He has boxing, a lot of boxing gloves signed by some greats. Uh, he had a lot of helmets. I believe he has a Barry Sanders signed one, authenticate all that good stuff with John Elway. I think he has a Joe Mantana or a Steve Young. He has pictures with his pictures with Vicente Fernandez. Uh, yeah, the yeah, it was crazy stuff in there, man. He he really loved music. He really loved sports. Big cowboy fan. I believe he had some um, Dallas memorabilia from that ninety four ninety five team on there. So he was really excited to show me that. That's something I'll never forget about my deal. Um, just uh, a few weeks ago, I think it was the day Nipsey died. That was March thirty first. 
I was up in Pasadena. We did uh, again the STS podcast. We were doing we did it with Pablo Rubio. Uh, that's when my phone, my recording didn't want to play. It fucked up. So I was up in Pasadena anyway, and my cousin Tammy said, "Hey, come down, you know, with my parents." So I reset my phone like a dummy. Get there to Pasadena. And I reset it, and I ended up staying in Pasadena from probably, I got there around 4, I think I left at 10, not because my phone was resetting, but at that time, I was hanging out with Theo, Rick, and my Theo, Betty, and Frank, and Tam, and Nate, so it was one of those moments, too, y'all, that, oh, man, that was supposed to happen, I'm glad I spent that time with Theo, man, uh, it was fun that day, we had a, we had a few, uh, I was kind of blown, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we had a few laughs, and we talked a lot, man. We might then, you know, we're helping, helping Tam with, with her wedding invitations, and just talking, just talking about people. You know, we're um, we're in a group chat, man, and we're supposed to go golfing. We've always said we're going to go golfing. That was crazy. Um, I just seen him two weeks ago when, uh, I went to go see one of PT for physical therapy. And every time I went to Shafter, man, um, my nun has lived there for about a year or so, year, maybe more. Every time I went to Shafter, man, I see my Theo Rick and my Theo Betty because she lived with them, you know? So, I, re- I really love my Theo and my Theo, man. Uh, my cousin Matt, I don't, I think it was for Matt's birthday. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but me and Matt... And my Theo Rick went to go to Jose's golf range. And we went to Wavelengths or Leafwise. I believe it's Leafwise. That was fun, man. That was really fun. Spent some good times with my Theo, man. Um, again, to, to continue with the speech, uh, I can't say, I can't sit up here and act like I talk to every single one of my cousins on the daily because I don't. But all my, adult, all my adult life, I've always been close to my cousins Matt, R.C., Rich, and Tam. I can't tell you all everything we did because I know our parents already found out too much because of my big-ass mouth. My cousin Matt has always been good to me. I think every big life event we've had, we celebrated, we acknowledged it. Whether it was a new job, a new house, having a beer. We've been there uh, for time, for cherish forever when it comes to my grandparents. And I'll never forget our time we had um, with Matheo when we t- when he took me Matt to a uh, Jose's and Linkwise. Tammy, ever since our daughter died, I think we've always made sure we had a close bond. We've cried together. We laughed together. One memory I always remember is when Tammy and uh, RC took me to my first bar fresh off my 21st birthday in Vegas. They always said, come on, don't be a ruck. And I have a parenthesis here, um, Pasadena. And Tam, I, I will never forget that. Ever. I will never... Um, I'm glad I made that trip to Pasadena that day. I'm glad I stood. I'm glad I reset on my phone. Um, and I love you, Tam, a lot. And like I said, I'll always do whatever I can for you. And whatever you want me to do, I will do it. And whatever you need help, I'll, I'll be there, man, for real. You know I mean that. Uh, Rich, my cousin Richard, every time I call you or text for something, you're always there, bro. There's been so many times that Richard came over and helped me out with something in my house. All the time, man. My cousin, oh, he's my handyman, dude. All the time. Uh, I just want to thank my cousin again. You have no idea how much I appreciate that. My cousin Arcee, uh, he introduced me to a lot when I was 
when I was younger. We, we went out a lot. We had a lot of good times. We discussed a lot of adult things that I wasn't really in tune with. I was so young. Um, Arthur put me on game, you know. We, all, we we got into some trouble for sure when we were younger. He's a little bit older than me. Uh, we just talked this week for the first time in a long time, and cousin, I always think I, I always thank you for showing me a good time and being there for me when I was younger. I don't never forget that man. And uh, like you said, there's only going to be better days, and I'm I'm looking forward to continuing our bond, man. I know uh, life happens, and we get caught up in life, and that's okay, man. And I love you, cousin. I love you, and I'll be here for you no matter what, bro. Um, to my dear Betty, I want to thank you so much for letting me be there with you guys the last week, the last 10, 12 days. Um, I wanted to make sure that you weren't by yourself, dear. That was my main uh, objective while I was there. I didn't want you to be by yourself. I know that uh, we all wanted to make sure you guys didn't stress out about anything. We just wanted you guys to be surrounded by love, and I hope I was able to contribute to that. And it was an honor you guys uh to help out in any single way possible and I'll always be here for you guys and I'll never forget Matthew Rick I'll never forget uh, his voice I'll never forget <laughs> his shit talking he's so funny man he uh, he really took care of my mom y'all he really took care of my uh, my tia my grandma and he loved his family and I'm and I'm I'm looking at pictures now, y'all, and it's so unreal, man. Like, you know when you you know when you're gonna get older, and I I think I I was just telling, I was just saying this. Uh, I have a wall, and it's full of people who have passed, um, who have meant something to me my whole life, aunts, uncles, friends, peers, celebrities. <laughs> One day I want to have a family, and one day I'm going to have to explain to my kids who my Theo Rick is, who my Theo Rick was. That's really crazy, man. I really, uh, that made things really get to me, you know, but my kids would never have the opportunity, never be lucky like me. I'm lucky, motherfucker. I'm lucky as fuck. And just like having to explain that to my kids, they'll never get to know my deal, Rick. They'll never know my deal, Rick. And that hurts me, you know? And I know it's not going to be my last time that I add to that fucking wall, man, but I was thinking that my kids will never know how much he loved me and how much I loved him and the good times. Uh, and that hurts, you know? I know that's life, and I take great pride on being a great uncle, too, because of my deals. My deal, Rick, my deal, Rudy, my deal, Tony, my deal, Raymond, Mando, deal, Rick, John. All my uncles have been good to me, man. Good to me, y'all. My deal, Rudy's fucking good to me. My deal, Rick was fucking good to me. Mando's good to me. All my deals are good to me, man. And they don't think they ever told me no. They've always given me good advice. I've been scolded. I've been yelled at. Been loved. But I've always wanted to be a great uncle because of them. I always. That's why I love my nieces, my my nieces and my nephews. Do anything for them because I want to try to pass this fucking bar that they set. 
because they're great men, you know, they're great, they're great, to me, they're great men, and just to know that my family, my, my kids will probably never know Matthew Rick. So crazy, y'all. For real, so crazy. <laughs> um, again, I'll never forget Ethan Rick, and I love you, man. February 26, 1957 to May 6, 2019. That's when you were alive and you blessed this earth and I'll never forget you. Never. And I really hope I get to see you again one day, man. I hope you get to see Tata. I really hope you do. I hope you're not hurting no more. I hope you're not in pain. I hope you didn't have pain and whatever stress or any um any bullshit that you was here on earth. I hope you never have to feel that again. I hope you you know, I hope you get a rest, Leo. That's one thing I uh I remember saying that day that you went. Just rest. Just rest, man. I know this shit ain't easy, you know. But, uh, rest in peace to Rick, and I will dedicate this episode to you. Um, I did get permission from my cousin that the post, um, our cover art will be my dear Rick. So, again, Theo, rest in peace. I love you, and I hope, uh, I hope you're okay. I love you. Well, yo, let me um, let me tell you something too, man. We got this is something we can learn in life. Um, and I took that took those couple weeks off from the podcast, and I took uh, you know, I had a couple gigs. I had um, Jared's gig at the at the Howard Supply Company. Thank you guys for booking me. I appreciate y'all. That was so much fun, man. Uh, Monica graduated. My cousin, my boy Marcos, and sister Monica graduated from from BC. I did her graduation party. Awesome times, man. Um. Let me give a big shout out to uh, Damien and Brittany Pitcannon. That was on that was Saturday a few days ago. Beautiful wedding, man. Something that we booked this months ago. Again, one of my first um, clients that ever booked me. So that was really uh, that was really fun. It was really beautiful. Um, uh, what I meant, but the whole thing about saying that was the show must go on, y'all. And that's that's what we're gonna do. And shout out to everybody uh, who book who's been booking me. Shout out to everybody who's um inquiring and f- has some future bookings. I'm really excited for the next couple of weeks, man. I got a uh, Chipman, I got um Compton, I got a Quince, and I got a graduation party next few weekends. It's gonna be really fun, man. It's gonna be really dope. I can't wait to uh, you know. One day, one way we, I know, I think, I think the priest said this, one way we honor people who have passed, and this is for everybody, I think this is for everybody, if I lost in my life, um, especially my grandpa, my Theo now, you always want to, you know, dedicate whatever you do to them, man, like that, you know, not do it for them, but just have a memory, man, like, they always said work hard, like I said, my Theo was a successful business, businessman, you know, so, shit, I'm trying to follow that path, that's the path I want to go down, but the show must go on, y'all. I know my Theo wouldn't want me to sit here sad and, you know, fucking off money and not doing well in school. He, would, he wouldn't like that. Yeah, go to get shit together. So, 
that's all we had going on. Everybody shout out to me. Uh, again, shout out to Damien and Brittany Pitcannon. I hope you guys have nothing but a lifetime of happiness and love, y'all. Great time. Great hospitality. I love I, I loved those type of weddings, man. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, my pops actually retired. That wasn't gonna be on the Nick. This is it was gonna be on the episode. It happened that Friday after the last uh, episode, episode nine. My pops retired, y'all. Uh, Twenty-two years as a probation officer for the county of Kern. He finally hung up his boots. Uh, he's been pre-mad. I think he's been really uh, waiting for this moment since he first fucking entered the probation department. I remember him telling me all the time, "Earn fifty, baby. I'm out. Fifty, fifty, fifty. So he's 49 now. I think he, uh, now I think there's, I don't know exactly what the penalty is or whatever cash wise. I didn't ask that question, but he, he was, he was able to make, he was able to, I guess, figure it out. He didn't have to stay for another couple months. You know, he wasn't losing that much money. Um, so that's good. Pops retired. We had a good party. Shout out to DJ Party Boy. Shout out to Marco for bartending. My dad had all his, um, his, you know, his coworkers, his, his real friends, family, Fucking fun times, dude. He got drunk as hell. I got drunk as hell. I had DD, of course. Uh, it was it was so much fun, man. It was it was a good celebration. Pops really deserved that. Pops was really um that's one of his dreams, you know. Uh, he was really prideful about uh, he's really proud of himself going to college, being a free you know he's a first generation uh college graduate in our family. So that's really fun, and uh, he deserved it, man. Pops, I love you and. I know you listen to this all the time, man. So I'm happy for you, man. Fucking, I am. I I look up to that. I admire you so much, Pop, for that. You're you you said you did everything that you said you were gonna do, and I fucking respect that, man. And the more older you get, you fucking realize how important that is, keeping your word. So Pops always did that, man. I, I thank you, Pops, and he helps me out so much in my life, man. He's always helped me, and um. You know, it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. And to see him trying to relax with him and his wife, I, I, I'm jealous. <laughs> so, Pops, congratulations. That was always a great time. Uh, let's jump into this. We got some more. We got some, uh, we got some, we'll talk about wrestling a little bit. Man, y'all, I don't know the date. I can't tell you the dates. If I look it up, maybe I can. But we have a new player in the wrestling world. This is called... All Elite Wrestling. And just for you guys, um, what I mean by player is this is going to be a wrestling promotion. It's called All Elite Wrestling. Um, it's founded by uh, Shahid Khan. Uh, his son, Tony Khan, is the one who's putting all this together. He's the one with his eyes in the ring. He's the one that uh, has uh, you know his foot in the door and he, he knows talent. And he's going to be uh, one of the owners of All Elite Wrestling. They're going to be one of uh, WWE's biggest competition in years. Maybe the biggest since WCW. Maybe. Let's see what happens, y'all. This is a um, this is a billion-dollar company that's actually backed by a billionaire. Uh, it's going to be a billion. I'm sorry. This company is backed by a billionaire owner. Not worth a million dollars. Not yet. But uh, they're going to actually have their first pay-per-view this weekend. It's the 25th. It's called... Double or nothing. Really excited for this, man. Um, This is uh, a big move in wrestling just because it does provide, no matter what anybody says, it does provide competition for WWE. WWE is going to have something chasing it now. Something it may have to say, okay, well, they did this. Maybe we have to do this better. So it's going to be really interesting on uh, 
how AEW uh, provides their entertainment. They're going to supposedly, what they're doing is, I don't know if you guys, I can't really go into the nitty gritty, but uh, WWE does a lot of promos or are scripted. So they buy a script, someone wrote that for them. In AEW, that's not going to happen. AEW, they're going to take a lot of pride in uh, wins and losses. They're going to try to come up with some type of ranking system. Uh, I think with WWE, they kind of... uh, told their own story they control the the um they control the outcome they control you know the emotions their their wins and losses don't fucking matter anymore and there's several there's several um examples of uh that not mattering you could lose 10 matches and still get a title shot you know so AEW is gonna probably come with a more old school more real approach a more shoot style that means more real so maybe more um some real storylines that makes you more relatable something that could be happen to the everyday man that's something i i would uh highly suggest they do and it's coming from the heart it's not gonna be scripted i'm sure just go over a few bulletin points just like we do here at the sts podcast we just put a couple bulletin points and we just shoot for it i just keep shooting i just uh, talk about how i feel and it comes out the way it comes out hopefully it sticks you know um I'm really excited about this company, though. Uh, they got uh, several big names. I know I'm not. I can't say I watched every match of them. No, but the Young Bucks. We have Kenny Omega, um, Neville. His actual name is Pac. Man, look up Neville in WWE. Great, great fucking wrestler, dude. Um, they have Diamond Dallas Page or <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page. Like I'm watching right now some old ass wrestling. Diamond Dallas Page on the screen. I'm sorry. They have Chris Jericho. Um, Chris Jericho, I think you guys seen this last previous episode. I'm um, shooting this shit. He's my favorite wrestler. Um, the last two years, he's reinvented himself. Um, he's showing that he does belong in that top ten, maybe top five conversation of all time. So I'm really excited to see what um what he could do. He's capitalizing off that New Japan run. Uh, Cody Rhodes is the one who's gonna be um spearheading this thing on the talent, and they have a lot of talent that's not been um. Hasn't been exposed to the to the um, North American audience just because WWE you know doesn't have, doesn't support that some you know they don't have them signed they can't bring them on TV if they're not signed, um, but uh, I think this guy his name is Hangman Adam Page I'm really excited to see this guy in action they're saying he's the next big thing and um, I'm I'm really excited for that they have Christopher Daniels uh, Christopher Daniels is a legend don't um i've seen a lot of matches for him but i know he's up there in age so let's see what happens cody rhodes uh, f- uh frankie kazarian don't know much about him heard it, he's a good name though joey janela the bad boy um another wrestler i'm really excited about these guys i never really seen wrestle i've seen a few matches i can't say um i've seen everyone but I'm really excited to see what they could do, though, man. I want to see them expose. I want to. It's gonna be a real beautiful thing to be able to see a company start from scratch. Um, they're gonna put more emphasis on women wrestling. Um, I think also they're gonna. I believe they have a transgender woman, so they're trying to make advances in the wrestling company. Uh, I believe they're trying to get insurance for wrestlers something that WWE does not offer as an independent contractor you don't get the benefit of a salaried worker someone who's working exclusively for the WWE so that's gonna be real interesting how that works um how they gonna do with their schedule how they gonna do um how they gonna do with them house shows that means shows that are not on TV and speaking of TV they just signed a deal with TNT ladies and gentlemen so it's gonna be really reminiscent it's gonna be really um similar to the WCW WWE um, 
world that we had a few years ago. So let's see what happens, man. AEW may be its uh, best competition. Maybe this is a good thing. Um, they're going to be TV-14, which is always good. They're not going to be rated, um, you know, G like uh, WWE. Maybe they do. Um, what I would do is you do have to push the boundaries a little bit. You do have to um, do something that's different from WWE. You do have to make this shit matter. Make your titles matter. That's what I think. You have to make them legit. Come with some storylines that make us feel. That make us get, like, fuck him, dude. I want my guy to win. He needs to overcome. Um, have some underdogs. We always like to root for the underdog, man. We don't like shit that's so predictable. We gotta make wrestling less predictable. Um, another thing I hate just from a TV format, fucking hate commercials during matches. Uh, I don't like that at all. I don't like promos that, uh, have no meaning, have no purpose. Make sure everything that we do has a purpose now. And this is just me, what I would talk to. If I talk to Tony Khan, that's what I would say. Let's make everything have a purpose, man. Let's make everything feel important. Let's make it feel big. Storyline-wise, move-wise, uh, we don't have to go with, you know, headshots to the fucking skull anymore. But let's make some good storytelling. Make sure these stories have make sense. They, uh, they are relatable. They're not confusing. They're not, uh, they're commentating. I know they have big, they have um, Jim Ross on there with a few cats on there. Let's make sure the commentary um, is focusing on in-ring talent. And not lollygagging about fucking 20 ads at a time. Or talking about uh, their own bickering. And I want to hear... I'm sick of hearing fucking commentaries bickering amongst one, amongst one another. They need to be focused more on the brand and suck us in. Tell us what's going on. Um, tell us uh, why we should care about this shit. Tell me when, um, you know... If, if, if you're going to be a hill commentator, um, build them up, man. If you're going to doubt them, give them the credit when it's done. There's nothing that's a lot missing from that. So, um, it's going to be real exciting times, man. I know they're going to have a, a double or nothing this week. Uh, Kenny Omega, you guys got to check this out, man. And I know this is probably what's going to not hurt them, but um, people don't really care for pure wrestling anymore. It's kind of funny how that works out. They're wrestling fans, but they're used to um, watered-down wrestling. Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho are going to give you some good matches, y'all. Not saying classics, but they're going to give you guys some good matches. I really... Um, I really am looking forward to that. I think it's going to be really fun to see a new company come up from the ashes and uh, see what they can build. See it from the beginning. Uh, I know I'm going to critique it. Maybe we'll have a week of critique of um, AEW, what I liked and what I didn't like. Just for you guys who uh, don't watch wrestling, could probably get into it. Maybe it's different from WWE. Maybe that's a good thing. We're going to have something else to watch. I don't give a fuck about competition. Um, I don't give a fuck about... Uh, I don't give a fuck about numbers. I just think they should give a fuck about being something different. Having another um, choice. If we were stuck on the island right now, um, I wouldn't want to listen to my ass the whole time. I would like another choice. Give me an alternative. Don't have to be the same. Don't got to be better than what the fuck I'm listening to now. I just want something different. I just need my ears, need, my eyes need something different. So maybe that's what's going to happen with AEW. I'm really excited for that. I really hope they do well, man. Speaking of promoting, don't forget, y'all, we have the STS shirt still available, $20, STS Podcast 661. Hit me up, and we will get those sent to you. Only $20 a shirt. The STS Podcast shirt's only $20. Um, Again, man, it was the end of the semester. Finals week is done. I know my cousin Eric has one more to do. Knock it out, Shorty. I believe in you. Uh, 
four more classes for me, y'all. I'm really excited. I have summer school in a few weeks. And we'll knock out two classes, and the fall will knock out the other two. I'm really, really optimistic and excited for this period of my life. I'm hoping by 30 I get this shit uh, really figured out, man. I uh, I think I passed my classes. <laughs> I took my poli sign, my English class. Uh, tough classes, man, especially in the last two weeks. Uh, my professors have been great. My professors have been really understanding about my situation, and they know I didn't use that as an excuse to get the fuck out of things. Just knocked it out, uh, and I hope everybody passes their classes. I hope everybody, uh, um, I know that grind, that 16-week that sixteen week grind, I know that shit can be really fucking draining mentally, physically, emotionally. Yeah, I know there's a lot of self-doubt. I know there's a lot of procrastination. There's a lot of stress, but we knocked it out. We got it done, and if I could do it, you could do it, y'all. You guys got to do, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Don't let up. Keep pushing. You still have goals. We got, you know, we got dreams. This is the fucking, this is the road to our dreams. This is the road to our journey. So, we just got to knock it out, y'all. Let's do, let's do this shit, man. Congratulations to everybody who graduated. Uh, Asia, my girlfriend, graduated. Um, uh, Monica graduated. Had a couple of my homegirls graduate. A couple of my homeboys graduated. Yeah, you know, I really love to see people succeed. I really love to see that. I wish um I could graduate tomorrow, but I still got a lengthy process, man. I still got four more classes, and that's like a six month wait. So hopefully, you know, I graduate and we get the hell out of here, man. I've been trying to apply to some colleges. Been thinking about applying to a lot of colleges actually. So let's see what happens, man. Uh, damn today. First day back at practice, speaking of breaks, took a good, good, good two, probably two and a half month break from the basketball gym. Uh, again, state champions for the Ohio Trojans. Today was our first practice back, and it was fun. It was, uh, it's going to be a long, long season. It's going to be uh, challenging. It's going to be uh, fun. I'm not going to say difficult. It's going to be fun. Uh, a lot of kids came in today, and uh, they showed us what the hell they could do and, you know, they, why they want to be here. And they know it's an honor. It's a privilege to be on the Foothill High Trojans, two-time state champion, man. So I really uh, hope they come, they come to work, and uh, I'm going to do whatever I can to help. I want to put my best foot forward, and this is what I love. And I hope that they realize that. You know, you gotta love this game, man. If you're gonna give every if you're gonna give something your everything, you gotta love this game, man. I want I want my boys to learn to love the game. Uh it doesn't matter how good or how bad you are, you can still love the game and I hope they realize that. Um and just work hard, man. Come with it. Um just every day know you're gonna come get challenged and come with this shit. Cause I, I want everybody to win. I want I wish everybody could make the team, but they're not, you know, it's okay. Uh, really excited for what West has planned for us on um, all three levels. I want to help out as much as I can on all three levels. Uh, this is the Hill Gang, and we are the reigning defending state champions. Uh, it's fun, man. It's been really uh, it's an honor, and to be back in my alma mater and coach some basketball. Like I always said, it's always gonna be a it's always gonna be an honor, man. So back at it. If you guys know any of your cousins that go to Foothill and want to play some basketball, we do have open tryouts. So uh, come through and. Come to the hill. Uh, another shout out. Uh, my guy Rob and Jackie are getting married. 
2019, November, my guy Rob came with this. I guess it's a groomsman box to ask if you could be a groomsman. He has RRJP. It's for Robert Ravina and Jackie Pineda with a Nike box. And he gave me a cigar, y'all. An EC3 cup with a Nike symbol and a Hollywood Hogan magnet. It's a beer. It's a bottle opener. Some of the best gifts I ever received, man. And my guy Rob got down on this uh, on this groomsman box. Uh, has a barcode with the date of the uh, the date of the event with EC3 has an EC3 symbol. Um, Ernie Contreras the third groomsman, groomsman, and the future Mr. and Mrs. Ravita are requesting your services to be a groomsman. Now suit up. That was fun, man. It was really it's an honor. Um, I think I said this several times. My guy Rob, you guys know him from uh, the Off the Fly podcast. That's my that's my co-host. Known him for about four years, and honestly, we never felt like strangers, man. We we hit it off real fast. We have good chemistry. Um, we come from similar backgrounds, come from similar lifestyles and family, you know. And that's my guy, and he's really uh he's a good man. He's always um put Jackie first, and you notice that when you, you know you recognize the real ones after a while. You know the guys who put the girls first, always the ones who are most level headed and know what the hell they want in life. And I really admire that shit, man. Rob's, a, Rob's one of my brothers, man, and Jackie's a good woman, too. She hates me, but <laughs> she's a good woman. Uh, I'm happy for them, and I know they're going to be uh, they're gonna be happy forever, and Rob's going to make that woman really, really happy, and I'm honored to be a part of the big day, and uh, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. I really can't wait. Uh, man, I don't know. I, so today, Frank Vogel got introduced today as the Lakers head coach and no one gave a fuck because today Magic Johnson uh, he went on first take y'all and I don't got any tape or anything but uh, he went on first take and he kind of aired the dirty laundry a little bit he kind of uh, let the world know what the hell was going on with Laker um, management uh, Magic said that uh, when he first went into the building this is paraphrasing when he first got hired he told Jeannie Bus uh, he wanted the power, and he was told that he has final say. And it looks like Rob Polinka was going behind Magic's back a little bit there, you know, talking that pillow talking shit. He was play hating, like we just talked about in episode what seven, play a hater. Um, Magic says Rob Polinka was talking, you know, talking behind his back about how he didn't, he's not working hard and he's not in the office every day grinding. Uh, and he wasn't feeling that, man. And I guess he got some pushback from uh, trying to get, he's trying to file Luke Walton. And he had some pushback with that. So that's crazy. Uh, and, you know, I nothing nothing I uh, seen today indicated that uh, he's lying. I really, really mess with uh, Magic Johnson. I love Magic Johnson. He's a Laker for life. Uh but when he comes out, you know, and he's not really that guy that goes out in public like that to air people out. So when he says Rob Polinka stabbed him in the back and it hurt him, you know the man was hurt. You know he was pissed off. You know he felt that anger. Uh, and that's not really, he was out of character a little bit for Magic to go out there and really air that shit out today on national television. Uh, I believe him, though. I believe Rob Polinka was plotting on him. I do believe Rob Polinka was um trying to take his job, which was crazy, Magic said, you know, I'm only going to be on the job three years, and I knew that, in the last two, I've been trying to groom 
uh, Palika to take my job. So it looks like Rob wasn't really waiting for that. Uh, like I said, uh, they wanted Magic wanted Tyrone Lou, and you know they wanted to file Luke, and that just didn't happen. And we got choice number four, which is Frank Vogel, and I'm not mad at that choice, but. You know, you gotta look at and Magic saying, you know, Jeannie has too many voices around her that count. Uh, and he's right. Sometimes when you do have business, you've got to make the executive decision. You can't value everybody's opinion. Um, you can't do it. You shouldn't do it. And I, I agree with that philosophy 100%. I think uh, Lakers are... It's crazy how we had the best player in basketball was still in fucking chaos. And I remember back in the day, we were just worried about having a player that's worthy on our squad. And now we're going through this bullshit with the best player in a good supporting squad. Uh, Magic, you know, I like too that today he admitted that he, you know, he was wrong on some things. He was, he admitted he was wrong for not resigning Brooke Lopez. Uh, he was wrong about that, you know, gain a shooter for us this year. Uh, so it's, it, I really have to believe the man of you. You really have to believe uh, what the hell he says. Uh, so, Lakerland is uh, going crazy, man. We'll see what happens. I know they're not hiring another president, so it looks like Rob Link is going to be the president and the GM. Uh, and we'll see what happens, man. Um, I still think we're gonna win. I still think we're gonna. We still got. We gotta get some players. We got the number. Four, we got the number four draft pick this week, with from the lottery. Uh, let's use that, man. We gotta use the ammunition, or we gotta pick up somebody. Uh, maybe someone falls to us. Maybe we we do our due diligence, and Rudy Tomjanovich keeps coming through, and uh, we use uh, that for a good a good player. Someone can contribute and help LeBron automatically take some of that load off LeBron. So. It's gonna be really interesting, man. I'm really, uh, really, uh, really excited for the year. Even though it's drama, it's really exciting to see. Uh, Canelo and Jacobs. That's another fight I want to watch. Looks like it was. I had it really close, y'all. To be honest, with you, I haven't seen the entire twelve round fight. But uh, Canelo, like I said in previous podcast, you have to give this man his fucking due. He is not taking easy fights, and you gotta respect that shit, man. You gotta respect that shit so much. Uh, Daniel Jacobs is a—he's a tough son of a bitch. Daniel Jacobs is uh, gonna come to fight, and it looks like he—he uh, he just, you know, he didn't have enough. I know I seen. Uh, I'm not gonna say uh, you know he lost or he won. Canelo got the dub, so I want to give him his props. Um, he did enough to get the win, and you gotta trust the judges. And uh, I can't say Jacobs is a bad fight. Excellent fight by Canelo. Uh, he was calling out Spence. He was calling out Sergey Kovalev. I think he knocked out the Crusher. I honestly think so. Uh, the Crusher has been, he had some tough losses the last two years. He's bounced back, and, and I love seeing those type of boxing stories, but he's not a young man anymore. Uh, Spence going up to 160. Uh, take, take it easy, young man. I think you have a lot of, you still got a lot going on, at, you know, well to wait. So don't go up so fast, man. Take it easy. You don't need this fight right now. Canelo's what, only 28? He's still... You know, you guys can wait four years. You can know will still be in his prime. So, Spence, I wouldn't want to take that fight yet, my guy. Uh, but, you know, Canelo looked good defensively. He looked like he was uh, doing the little things that mattered. Uh, making a miss and uh, taking shots. And, you know, when you when he was dishing, when he was getting hit, he was giving it, too. So, it was really, uh, he was really a pit bull out there, man. Canelo was really hard to, you know, you can't really tame that type of fighter when he's going. Canelo, um, once he's, he knows his power, he knows he can hurt his man um, in the ring. So it's going to be really, really fun. 
uh, to see him fight again. Don't know who's gonna fight. Um, maybe GGG. We'll see what happens, man. And uh, I think y'all, this is nothing I wanted to talk about. Streaming services. Now we have the season. We have ESPN Plus. We have Showtime on demand. We got all these damn uh, streaming services, right? And I think it's hurting boxing, man. And that's even, the competition is always going to be there. I'm talking about uh, not everybody has the season. I think it robs the fans of seeing this shit on TV for free, man. And I know streaming services are way to go, are the way to go um, with movies, but I'm not sure about live sports yet, man. Live sports is a whole different animal. Um, just sucks. It's like um, you know. Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury are not going to fight because Tyson's on ESPN+. Plus. He has a stream of services. And Deontay's on Showtime. That hurts the fans, y'all. And um, I think these stream of services, again, it's bad for the viewership. Um, I don't think we're there yet for that. I don't think a lot of people are going to be willing to download and pay $10 a month for an app they're never going to use. Um, how you supposed to get that shit? I know some smart TVs have it. A lot of people are not up to date with the smart TVs, though, man. A lot of people don't have, um, they'd rather have it on Showtime, HBO, ESPN. I think ESPN needs to make a run for a lot more boxing fights, a lot more stars, a lot more stars, you know, because, uh, that, at ESPN and HBO, they're, they're available in millions of homes, y'all. Millions of homes. So, I, don't, I just don't know about the streaming service. I don't know if they're ready for boxing yet. And, um, I don't think, I don't know. I think the average person is not going to take the time out to do that. Netflix is different, man. Netflix is a whole different type of animal. That's movies. I'm talking about live broadcasting of sports. So, let's see what happens. That's just my opinion. Um, If this wasn't an hour or five minutes, already, I would probably elaborate, elaborate a little bit more. Um, Let me just end this podcast with this, man. Appreciate your family. Uh, Do what you can for your family. Uh, and always step up. I guess that's the term we're going to use. That's the term I'm described as or described doing is stepping up. So make sure you guys always step up for family. Always be there to listen. Always give a shoulder to cry on or lean on. Always give that hug. Always give that kiss on the forehead. Send that text, man. Make that phone call. Send that uh, fucking wall post, that tweet. Uh, post that picture on Instagram. Whatever y'all got to do to... Uh, show your family that you're thinking about them. Do it at all times, man. Do it at all times. Appreciate your family, man. Because one day, they're gone. And when they're gone, there's nothing you can do about it, unfortunately. Just be there, man. And um, this was a tough episode for me to get through. I'm just glad I got through it. Glad uh, you guys tuned in. I'm glad uh, you guys are still listening to what the fuck I got to say. And that's beautiful, man. I think, uh, again... Appreciate your family, y'all. They're, uh, this life right here, man, it's real short. It's going to go by real fast. And it's going to, um, sometimes you don't want to be in a position uh, like I would have been if I didn't go see my deal. You know, and uh, sometimes life does go fly by. Sometimes we life hits us. And I think we really just got to be appreciative of our family, man. And our grandparents are getting younger. Our deals and deals are not getting younger. So reach out to them, man. Send that text. Like I said, make that phone call. Just remember that family's everything. And without family, we're nothing. 
We're rich in family, man. Be be rich in family, y'all. Be there when, whenever you can. The little things matter, man. Just to fill their presence and make them feel your positive energy. Be that positive energy for your family, y'all. Um, and don't take shit for granted. Don't think that shit can't happen to you. Don't think that death ain't coming for you. Or sickness or anything bad. Or shit, anything good. Because you know what? Having family together for a good thing is not the, having family together is a great thing. And when it's not at a funeral or a fucking wake, it's a fucking better thing. So get with your family as much as you can. Don't make it only be a wake or once a year or Christmas. Make it a regular thing, man. Appreciate it. That's what I want to do. I want to try to appreciate my family. And I'm going through some things right now that show up. I care about my family and I want to step up and whatever's yours is mine, and if I can help you, I'm going to help you, that's what I'm going through, so my siblings right now, if I can help my brother and sister, I want to help them, no questions asked, let's just do it, like me and my cousin Matt say, we ain't here to fuck around, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I want to have, um, another thing real fast, my Theo, man, I found out all his music that he loved, so, uh, one of his favorite songs was Delegation, oh honey, so we're going to be playing that at the end of this uh, podcast. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode, episode 10 of the STS Podcast. Make sure you follow the STS Podcast on IG and Twitter. That's STS Podcast 661. And thank you guys for your love and support. I appreciate everybody who's been reached out reached out to me, who's donated, who's prayed for me, who's who's cried with me, who's... Um, Who's been there for me, man? I really appreciate that. I'll never forget that. As long as I live and all my cousins that would cherish every moment that I've always had with you guys. And Theo Rick. Um I love you, Theo. And I'll never forget you, man. And you were a good man. And I still can't believe you're gone. I'll never forget you. And you see the gaps between the dots.